Okay. Stories from. This is the third episode of the podcast. And today we're talking to Sharon. Hello. Now, Sharon was my high, one of my high school teachers. Yes. Probably. Favourite. Yeah. You can yeah, say favourite. That's okay. fair. Uh, That's we can fair say favorite. to say favourite. Yeah, definitely yeah, favourite. Yeah. Um, favourite subject? No. No. <laughs> I hate math so much. And then got to uni and found out that it was oh. part of my course, which was really great. Excellent. Yeah. Um, that was a fun time. Mm. No, no. Um, mm. Yeah. Oh, the memories, Rose. The uh, memories. Yeah. Um, I was just going to say, I really don't envy <laughs> you having to teach our class because I don't think, well, I know that for myself and my few friends that I sat with, we really couldn't give a shit. No, no. No, <laughs> you did. You were a really good class. In fact, I remember, remember I wrote you letters? Remember I wrote did your you? class letters? I did. For Christmas? I did. Yes. Christmas, a farewell letter. I have never done that before. Really? Never. Wow. I was very attached to that class. I, I think because there was wonderful senses of humour mm. in there. Um, I really Mine, enjoyed clearly. Yeah, oh, clearly yours. Yeah. But um, I, ver- I very much enjoyed the dynamic of that group. It was uh, a big group because it was a big class. Mm. Um, but there were some lovely, um, quiet, strong male role models in there yeah. the lovely you know the some wonderful people in there like zach woodward and yeah the guys um, from our grade were really they great were really nice i, I really enjoyed yeah, yeah. Out and they the had wonderful senses of humor and um and it was just very easy to be in there the te- every teacher wishes for we generally teachers get about five classes yeah and every teacher wishes for one just one, <laughs> one good one that you can go in and maybe let your guard down a little bit yeah and um have a bit of fun and, and but but make yourself a little bit you can be a little bit vulnerable with them and and you know yep. still it can still be okay they're not going to turn on you like a pack of piranhas no and um well you you got quite involved with our class I did. which i, I really loved i enjoyed it because if it was one of those days where you'd be like all right here's a worksheet everyone mm. go and work on it mm. you just come and chill and go mm. oh so how was that party on the yeah, weekend was, how did that all go down yeah, it was i was great. very interested in the in the classroom romances i yeah. remember <laughs> that year level i yeah. was wondering how that was going and yeah, yeah. And, and i wrote the letters for that class because um, not so much for you, but for me, because when you get a class like that mm. and you have such a wonderful time for the whole time, not, not just occasional time, but sure? for the whole time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it, there's, it's a nice way to, there's got, you've got to do something, yeah. some token to acknowledge that that's, well, that's uh, yeah, a Well, yeah, that was very lovely. Yeah, it was, it was cute. And I know that um, parents have actually spoken to me about that letter. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Um, I've never done that before and I, I haven't done it again. I haven't even gone close to doing it again. There hasn't been a group that... No one you know, else that's that you, gone well, up to our bar. Look, I unashamedly have favourite students. <laughs> I unashamedly do. And I know we're not supposed to, but... My, you can't... I don't think... I know, yeah, technically you're not supposed, not supposed to, but to. I really don't think there's any way when you're working with the same people yeah. every day... When you can go, well, clearly I like your personality well, better right. than yours. Exactly. And, you know, I do put it into the right box. You know, you, you've mm. got to have that right, you know, that appropriate distance that yes. teachers are supposed to have. So mm. I do all that. But I, yeah, I, you know, and I tell people they're my favourite. But the thing about that is that they change all the time. So yeah. my favourites change almost every day. Yeah. And that's okay. So everyone can have a turn. <laughs> Just for Everyone's a, a winner. Yeah, you know, right yeah, that's all right. No. Yeah. I remember my all-time favourite student was somebody who you would never pick in a million years. And I don't know if you know him, but 
he's a really nice young man, not exceptionally talented mm. um, mathematically, but <laughs> you know, very few people are Rose. Oh, well, you know, it's a gift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one that I definitely <laughs> don't have. Yeah, uh, but he he was this uh, is part of the cool group. You know, one of those oh, cool kids. Cool kid. Yeah, and um, all of his mates would sit right up the back. But he would always sit right up the front. Really? He was very, very focused. And he would, um, he had lots of, he was very respected in his year level. He's a rough diamond, you know. He mm. was that edgy cool boy. And it's often you don't get the cool boys yeah. that want to do. Do math. And do well at it, <laughs> yeah. you know, really succeed. And he didn't give, he didn't slacken off for a minute the entire time I taught him. He was really um, focused. And. I got chatting to him one day and I read this reason he became my favourite. I found out that he was working um, because he, he was his you know, single mum and mm-hmm. there wasn't a whole lot of money there. So he was working, milking. He was milking morning and night. Yeah, so right. So he was getting up at stupid o'clock every yep. morning. And, um, oh, I know how hard. Yeah, <clears throat> my sister used to do that when she was mm. doing her, um, as part of her uni study, she would do the cattle milking yeah. every morning and be up at like... Yeah. ridiculous yes, hours stupid. and then she'd get home when we'd all wake up and be there going morning yeah oh my God. and you know so this fellow was doing yeah really hard work physical mm. work and then long hours and school work and he you know he was so focused and driven I remember one day one of his mates gave me a bit of a hard time and I felt that he I didn't know which way he was going to go with it mm. because you know he was really conflicted but um or I thought he'd be conflicted but he absolutely went to my defense and um put his mate in in his place I didn't have to say a word and I I just stood back and watched it all unfold and yeah I thought that that was a very respectful thing for him to do and he's always been my absolute favorite student no one will ever surpass him so he was far from perfect he was not um you know the goody two-shoe kid that you you know you look that a lot of people like to have in the classroom but he was certainly dedicated to he was certainly my favorite he had really good core decency and that's what i look for so Mm. yeah so he was a good egg nice i enjoyed teaching him a lot i was going to tell you the story about um before i worked at mulaney high yes which was where you when you worked well i well i see i went to mulaney high Mm. so i graduated in 88 and then I went off to uni. Oh, so you studied at Mulaney? I did. Ah. I was a foundation student. Were you now? When it opened in you're, 87. Isn't your name on the My name, name is on, on the, the plaque. It's yeah. on the board. You so, know I got my name up there even though I really you? shouldn't have. How did you get your name well, up there? Well, because I was only the... Um, I, I was in the student council, as oh, my fam yes, yes, yes. generally is. But I was only... I just, like wussed out and got vice president um, or something it wasn't anyway, a token position yeah, to- yeah totally yeah, yeah. just token position so That's i could okay. just be involved but there's no like vice president oh. column but they just put my name under the president in oh, the president column and just slipped me in. Nice work, yeah. Rose. They're just, you know, oh, connections. Well, it works however out. it happens, it happens. You, you know, yeah. don't look a gift horse in the mouth. <laughs> You're up there for years. But yeah, sorry. No, you, that's um, right. So yeah, foundation, foundation member at the school. I have great memories of being at the school and having, you know, wonderful relationships with teachers. Mm-hmm. So I got a reasonable TE score and I decided to bound off to uni. And of course, I chose a, sub, a, a, a course that I could get into. Mm. Not because I thought I'd like it, <laughs> yep. but because I could get into it. Mm-hmm. And of course, that was a dismal failure. And I've never failed at anything in my life. Anyway, I failed uni. 
So that was a very big lesson. So after being quite a reasonable student, go off to uni and fail it. Yep. Yeah, good. Yeah, right. That was a great moment in my yeah. life. <laughs> yeah. And, um, but so then I, I chugged along, along and uh, worked for a bank for about 18 months and worked out, just to work out what actually, what mm-hmm. it was I wanted to do with my life and decided maths was my passion. Yeah. I know it sounds bizarre to say that out loud, but um, yeah. so it was and there's got to be, there's got to be some people that are, um, like, you know, that's right, courses for courses. So I, um, I went back to uni and I became a you know, maths teacher and then I, I went off to Maryborough, mm-hmm. taught there for six years and then um, decided it was time to, to get home to family so that, you know, I could have family and wanted yep. to be around my family when my children were born. So transferred back down this way, but I, I wanted to be at Mulaney, but I couldn't be at Mulaney. So I taught for a little while at Kiwana. Kiwana. Mm, Kiwana. Completely different dynamic. Coast schools. Coast school. it's, it's a very, well, <clears throat> see, the only time that us people from the hill mm. ever associated mm. with the coast people was only ever for sporting events. And yeah. we just, it, uh, no, mm. we just hated them. It, and look, it was a really different community. So yeah. Mulaney has a fairly consistent community. People settle with kids and yes. want to stay there. Whereas yep. Kiwana's community was really transient. Yep. They, you know, they'll go on where the breaks were. Yeah. You know, where the surf was good, you know. And um, oh, we always thought we should have mobile classrooms and just pull up whatever beach was cranking that day and get them to come on board <laughs> after the sets, you know. So that's not a bad idea. Yeah, actually, I, I thought I could make a mint down of doing that. But yeah. anyway, um, it was certainly quite a challenge, mm. and students there were not respectful, uh, like the students are at Mullaney. Not respectful of teachers, or of, just of, of teachers generally. Yeah, generally. Other students, or um, depends. Yeah. Probably, probably their own clique. You know, their own yeah. group. But yeah. certainly not as accepting globally as um, as students here at Mullaney are. Um, they're very, we're very lucky. Yeah. We're very lucky. Um, so I remember this one particular day and I was mainly teaching computing mm-hmm. and I had a small class and we were doing computing and that was in the days where we didn't have iPods and iPhones. So when kids were doing their work, I let them listen to um, the radio. Mm-hmm. And so my group of students were working on their project and I got this knock on the door and it was a, a, the pr- principal um, asking me to accept half of a class into my room because there was an emergency, a teacher was going to be late and couldn't get there, uh, so would I mind? And I yep. said, no, no, that's no trouble at all. Because I was a new teacher, I didn't know these people. Yep. These, I had no rapport with these uh, students. And you've got no respect yet because no you're not... Uh, not yep. good. Mm. So in they came and, you know, the instructions from the principal were just to just let them do whatever and, yep. you know, keep running your class. So I did that. And at some point during that lesson, one of the students came up to the front, a lovely looking girl. She looked very nice and innocent and I shouldn't, there was no need to suspect anything was untoward. Um, And she asked if she could get a drink of water. So yeah, no trouble, off you go. And she was gone. Always the innocent looking one. Oh, it's all, you gotta watch the innocent looking one. She was gone for ages. And then one of the kids that were in my class said, oh, you should hear them on the radio. A student is absolutely bagging out the principal on the radio. And apparently it was jeans for jeans day. Mm. And the principal had made a decision that the students couldn't wear jeans yep. and donate money. 
and the radio station was speaking to a student from Kiwana High <laughs> on radio about this event. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. I've just, I don't know what made me think, just that sick, I just got this sick feeling in my stomach. <laughs> and next minute she appeared back at the door with her phone in her hand. And I just, like, I remember closing my eyes and that realisation, it all connected. Yeah. The dots were all connecting. Yeah, everything. And I looked, her, looked over at her and I said, I think you better tell me what just happened. And she came over and she said, I've just been speaking on the radio. Yep. How did she she think that was going to pan out, though? So you were listening to the radio in class. She was there listening to it. They've gone, call in and tell us whatever. And she's just gone, oh, I'll just pop out and call them. She didn't ring them. They rang her. So what happened was that the radio, her mother had rung the radio station to complain about the principal not allowing the kids to wear jeans oh, for jeans mom day. Had, right. So the radio station got the mobile phone number off mum and had rung her during my class. Isn't and that so, a little bit inappropriate oh, of the radio station? So then she's come out to us to go for a drink and all the while she's got the radio station online. Oh, wow. So, but the worst part of it was... I, I knew that I would have to ring the principal and tell the principal. Do you though? Well, yes. Is <laughs> yes, that you do. really? Because yeah. Uh, see that? I, if that was me, I just, just go. Slide, I would just it? go. Oh, uh, can you? Do, uh, I said no. Well, no. I, I have no idea how I deal with well, that situation. Principals don't like that sort of stuff happening. Well, probably not. No, no probably not good for the school rep and her rep. So I, um, <laughs> I had to. Oh, that, again, that sick, sinking feeling in my gut. I'm going to have to ring the principal and tell her what just happened. I had to take a bit of that. But, you know, I did, had to take a dose of medicine that day mm. and it was really tough. Yeah. But I learned a very valuable lesson that day and sometimes... <laughs> Check if children are thirsty before we send them out of the Yeah, they're probably really thirsty. <laughs> I, um, it's a shame because... My natural instinct is to trust people and to mm. feel that people are good people. Probably not a good thing if you're working as but a teacher. Especially That's... Kiwana. I shouldn't say that out loud. But I think, you know... It's all right. People from Kiwana work this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's They'll be catching waves. Yeah, they'll be on the beach. They'll be on the beach. Yeah, so that was one thing that really stayed with me. That, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's okay... It's okay to think the best of people, but sometimes you do just need to have that little bit of conscious yep. conscience going. Well, if this go, you know, with this could go badly. Where is this going to go if it does go badly? Yeah. So I'll always remember that day, and um, and that conversation with the principal. And look, people have said to me over time as I've shared that story, mm. well, it wasn't your fault. Yeah, no, it's you not know, your fault at all. Not your fault. But um, when you put in cl- in charge of young adults. It is your fault. Whatever happens is your fault. Yeah. So. I, yeah, no, I do get that. But I think uh, on a technical level, yes, mm. it is mm. probably. But it's not really. Mm. As a, as a young, <laughs> young adult, I, there's no one else that's yeah. responsible for what no. I'm doing other no. than me. And that's why Melanie's so good. Because Melanie, the philosophy there is all about young people being responsible for their own behaviour. Yeah. And, and not blaming everybody else in the room no 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 it's for yeah Yeah. I I think that's something that I really got out of Melanie was it was that you if you do something stupid Mm. it's 
you know, your friends yeah. aren't going to go, oh, you know, that's the teacher's fault, whatever. You're going, yeah. they'll go turn around and go, well, you were being a dickhead. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, like, doing? yeah okay. And yeah. then it's... Yeah, and yeah. it is good, like, it allows you to make choices, it allows you to make mistakes, mm. but without judgment. Yes. So you can, you know, work things out mm. and get back to where you need to be. And, you know, it's good for the good kids and, they, you know, the, the way that the, um, the nonsense is just not in the classroom. Yeah. You know, nonsense, nonsense, nonsense is somewhere else. Yeah. And I really enjoy that. I, I enjoy being a part of that. And, um, yeah. And, you know, you've seen me today use it. Yeah. I use that yeah. philosophy with my yeah, own children yeah. and it works a treat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just before we started recording, uh, Sharon's children were choosing to argue slightly <laughs> and Sharon just went, well, why don't you think about how that's going to yeah. reflect mm. later mm. on some other decisions you need mm. to make later? Yeah. And then they thought about it and that was fine. Yeah, it was all good. Yeah. So, yeah, I do use it all Every the time. Every day practice. Every day. It's just something ingrained <laughs> in me now. That's yeah. really good. I, um, I've got another story for you, Rose. Mm -hmm. That um, this is a lovely story, and I'm just I'm dragging me out. Sorry, because um, big ears. But um, it, well, I've got two beautiful children um, who I adore. Um, Bree is very um, wise beyond her years, so mm -hmm. you know, parent, parenting Bree is, is delightful. Um, Callan has been presented to me as a challenge, <laughs> yeah. one which I embrace mm -hmm. um, with two hands and. Um, Adore you him. need to, I, to, yes, to control definitely. it. <laughs> and I adore him immensely. Um, but he's always been a very, 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 very difficult mm -hmm. um, young fellow. And Due to... Well, we found out last year why that was. That was because he had, um, he had a massive seizure at home last year, and, um, which was very scary for us at the yeah. time. He went, I did not bother. Did you? No. Uh, he, uh, well, he'd been sick and I'd been to the doctors with him. We'd been having all this testing done and we were due back to the doctor that day, that mm -hmm. Monday, to get the results done. And I reckon he'd probably been sick for, really sick for two weeks, but leading up to that, probably eight. Yeah. Um, anyway, he, we got up one morning and he said to me, Mummy, I've got blind. Anyway, I freaked out. I um, raced off to get dressed to take him to the hospital. And then he had a massive seizure and um, he, he didn't come out of it. He was, you know, it was, he was unconscious. And so he went up to Miami Hospital and uh, the wonderful oh, Ted. Oh, no, I knew. See, this yeah. is, I knew that he was in hospital and I knew that he was really sick, but I yeah. didn't know that it was from that. that yeah, yeah. Right. So this is how it all sort of started. And uh, then we went to Nambour Hospital and he had another seizure there and there was lots of testing. I'll try and make this short story because it's actually quite a long story. But um, there were lots of testing done there and then they realised um, oh, about, it was over 24 hours later, but it was, you know, about that time frame that he had um, malignant hypertension. Now, malignant hypertension means that he had really high blood pressure and they mm -hmm. could not get it down. Oh, right. Now, standardly about, like, people's blood pressure is about 120 on 80, say, you know, normal. No idea what okay. it means, but yep, His sure. blood pressure was 215 on 180. And okay. Yeah, right. so they were saying, they were preparing us for some really sort of ordinary, very ordinary things happening and they couldn't work out what was wrong with him. And they said to us, if his top number gets to 240, mm -hmm. well, his number won't get to 240. So, um, yeah, we were in all sorts of trouble. Yeah. And uh, so, anyway, they raced us off to um, ICU in Brisbane and mm -hmm. we spent some time in, in um, intensive care, uh, which is very um, humbling. It's a very humbling experience. 
and you look around the room there and there's eight kids in this ward, in the ward, ward yeah. basically about eight, and eight of the sickest kids in Queensland and you just think, my kid is one of the eight sick you know, one of those eight kids yeah. and how did I get here? Anyway, luckily for Callan, um, I'm cutting a long story very short, um, you know, he, we worked out what, after two weeks they worked out what his condition was. Um, they said to us that probably he's had it for a very long time. Yeah. And that when you get to about the age of six, which was what he was when this happened, you have a bit of a growth spurt, have quite a significant growth spurt, yeah. and it could have just been that, that threw his system completely out, which yeah. was enough to, for it to all happen, to yeah. unfold. But um, he's probably had hypertension his entire life. So, and hypertension causes irritability and restlessness and yeah. all of those things. And when you're just not comfortable in yourself. Yeah. So he was a diff really difficult child, a really difficult baby, um, irritable, angry, yeah. cranky, tantrums, the whole shebang, but on a massive scale. Yeah. And now we know why, yeah. you know, clearly. But you yeah. don't. But when you don't know that. You don't know that. And you don't yeah. check kids' blood pressure. You just don't no. check it, That's, you know. Hmm. So um, anyway. So there was quite a reason for him to be this yeah. angry, irritable young man. Yeah. Uh, the story I wanted to tell you was one day, and it relates to students at Mullaney High mm -hmm. and how good they are. One day I dropped Brie off at school in the main street. And it was about nine o'clock in the main street. And there was a coffee shop. There were the days when the coffee shop was across the road from the primary school yes. in that little church. Convenient. Old church. That Convenient. was great. Yes, I love that. So I dropped Brie off at school and Cal was about three. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was in getting a cup of coffee. And I had, I got it, I was out and I was in the doorway and across the pathway was a little bridge at the dentist's place. So it was only about 10 metres away from me and there's mm -hmm. a little bridge. So he, would, he was running there and that whole sort of positioning from the road was yeah. significantly off. We were significantly off the road, yeah, a good yeah. 10 metres, yeah. 15 metres off the road. Yeah. So I'm still, I've stood in the doorway of the coffee shop. He stood on the bridge facing me, and we're still at this point about 15 minutes off the road. Yep. And he just did a complete 90-degree turn and sprinted. And he ran. And it, you know the one of those moments where it was all in slow motion? Yep. You just see it happening, but you, you just can't see it really unfolding. do anything And he it. sprinted, and he ran down the little hill towards the parked cars, and it was 9 o'clock school day. So there were cars parked, mm. you know. Straight between two parked cars and out onto the main road. The main road. Great. And I screamed the death scream. How old is he? He's three. Right. He's. I screamed the death <clears throat> scream and I started running. And I didn't. I had my coffee in my hand. And I, I was just running. I didn't even think about it. And I ran. And I thought, if he goes, I go. He he ran out between the two, and the two parked cars were two four wheel drives, as you see on the TV. You know. Mm. <laughs> Um, and so he's bolted straight out between the two four-wheel drives mm -hmm. and I've just gone, oh, my God. Now, at this point, I was probably about uh, maybe six, seven metres away from him. Yep. And he, he didn't get hit, which is the first bonus, right? <laughs> yeah. so that, was, that was a bonus. <laughs> Tick one, right. So I saw him run straight out and I, I was just I was trying to get to him and I, I ran out because I knew that um, I didn't even look. But I just thought, I've just got to get him, got mm -hmm. to get him. Because I could see to the left and I couldn't see the cars coming from the right, but I could see cars were coming from the left. And he'd gone straight out onto the white road, white line. Yeah. And I thought, well, that's okay because he'll just keep running and run, run straight across mm -hmm. the other side of the road. But no, 
He stopped. He didn't. No, he didn't stop. He just did another 90 degree turn. And he was running flat strap down the white line, down the middle of the road. And there were cars coming the other way. So I've got this hot cup of coffee. What what does it, what has to happen for someone, even a three-year-old, to go, I'm going to run out into the middle of the road Mm. and then just... Just run down the but middle of the road. Because we, we clearly do it all the time. Just, yeah, it's something we do every day. Yeah, it's something so it's we just do. naturally. It's what do. people do. We yeah. see them do it all the time. <laughs> so he, oh, he was God. barreling down. And at this point, I could see there were cars coming the other way. And I knew that they could see me. That was fine. And it was probably at that point that I noticed two boys. Because, you, you know, it's all happening in slow motion. Yeah. And it's probably that point that I noticed the two boys. And they were standing off to the left one was pushing a bicycle and um isn't it funny what you see i could see their faces and i knew i knew them because i taught them yeah and those the two boys were there at the crossing just past the pedestrian crossing and i was barreling down this white line and this time i thought i'm just gonna have to go for broke here so i crash tackled my three-year-old son (laughs) to the ground (laughs) <laughs> Football style, mm-hmm. because I needed to. I needed him to stop. I just needed him to stop. So I had this hot coffee in my hand. I've crash tackled him to the ground. I've picked him up. I've carried him back to the side of the road. And at this point in time, mm. the lovely boys had arrived at where I was. They were. They'd stopped, and they were just talking to. Well, they didn't say anything to start with. They were just there. Yeah. And when I got to the sidewalk, that's when my legs gave way. The adrenaline kicked in, my legs gave way, and I think I actually said to Callum, I think I might kill you myself. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there was a little rock wall there, and um, I sat down on the rock wall, and these beautiful boys sat with me. And they were heading off to school, and they were late for school. Yeah. And they sat with me. They must have sat with me oh, 20 minutes. And there wasn't much talking going on. <laughs> just making sure you were not going to collapse. But they just made sure I was okay. And to the beautiful Tim Cox, he said to me, I saw you running down the road and I was just about to run out myself to yep. get him. But then by that time, you'd, you'd Tackle, got him. You'd tackled, tackled him, him to the ground. And um, and then back, he he made sure, and it was he didn't say anything. He didn't he didn't you know he, they just they took crap, and I can't even remember what it was that they said that day. Yeah. But that token, that gesture that they gave me that day, when they just sat there yeah. and just you know didn't rush off because they knew they had to get to school. Yeah. They didn't rush off. They just sat there. I don't know whether that was because they knew who I was. I don't know whether that was because I t- was a teacher of them. They were just hoping for A's. Yeah, they were. <laughs> or whether that was something they would just do. Yeah. You know, and I'll, I'll never forget that. And I've always said, I remember I made a really big point of saying to Tim what how special that was. And I, I, I remember having a parent-teacher interview with his dad. Yeah. And I made sure that I told his dad what a special kid that was yep. that stopped and just made sure everything was okay and didn't... F- put themselves first and yeah. you know I think that's why um, when you when you're a teacher and there's bad stuff happens because it happens and it happens mm. pretty regularly yep. when good stuff happens you just you it's hang on to it. it and you just think you know if that happens to me in my lifetime once yep. well then that's pretty special yep. you know 
I, I'm very thankful to them because I think if they weren't there, if, you know, like I probably would have sat there for 20 minutes anyway, mm. but if they weren't there, I could have got myself really worked, worked up in a, up yeah, in a whole different way. Yeah, and yeah, I was really course. thankful that they did that. Yeah. It's really, really nice. And I'll never forget that. Um, yeah. Yeah, see, that's really nice that yeah. you can have those connections with people and Absolutely. then see them, like, because you know what... You, you can get a gist of what people are like yeah. at school, yeah. but when they're there with all their mates and mm -hmm. for whatever reason doing mm -hmm. stupid things, trying to impress people, when you go off into the real world and separate from all that, you yeah. it's, that's when you really yeah. show that's who the right. person is. And kid, students at school give you a hard time. They mm. do. They, mm. that, uh, that's their job. That's their job. <laughs> that's their job. That's what they do. Especially but, if you're a substitute. Exactly, especially if you're a substitute. But it's quite interesting when years later when you see those people, mm. how they tell you things. Um, so some even apologise yes. for things. Yes. I remember one student who gave me grief and he was the, oh, he's the bane of my existence. And luckily for me, I taught him for two subjects. So oh, I saw him for a third of my timetable. Oh, great. And we were, we were like battering rams. Oh, at each other the whole time. On the night of his graduation, he came up to me and he hugged me and he apologised profusely for being an asshole. Nice. Yep, he told me he was an asshole to me and that he he really, really regretted well, it. Well, at least he could actually... It's a shame it didn't happen a few months earlier, yeah. but... You know, he got there. Yeah, he got in there the in long the end. run. He got there in the end. And, you know, I guess when you do the profession, you're not looking for instant gratification, otherwise you wouldn't do it and you wouldn't stay at it. You've <laughs> I don't, got think, to you'd, be there for I don't long think you'd haul. last very long no. if you were after <clears throat> instant. No. no, you've got to no. be in there for the long haul. And, you know, you see kids. I saw a student, an ex-student the other day who I hadn't seen for a really long time, but I was, uh, I taught her in grade 12 when I was pregnant with Callan, so that was eight years ago. And, um, she, you know, it was just such a lovely surprise to mm. see her. And she came over and she greeted me. And, I, I've, you know, I heard her life story. I've heard all about what was happening to her in eight years with such yeah. bliss. You know, she's blissfully telling me all of this stuff. And I don't, you know, she wouldn't tell, share, me, share with me that stuff if, if she didn't feel a connection and no, a rapport. Of so that, that rapport, while it's short-lived at that time, yeah. it tends to last. Well, when this you is catch me up. That's here. right. That's two, right. What is it? Two, two years? Three years? No, it's got to be more than that, hasn't it? More. When did you graduate? In 2009? Yeah. Yeah, three years. Gosh, shit. Oh, I know. <laughs> but you guys, your year level left was such a massive hole. Such a hole when you left. Well, from what I've heard, the school's become a bit mm. of a hole yeah. since... Then, mm. well, I think there was the grade below <coughs> us were quite good. Yeah, the, but um, the year um, we've got a beautiful year ten group at the moment that are lovely. Um, so they would have been grade eight maybe when you were in your grade twelve. Uh, that because I don't know what which you know in that group. I right? don't know which grade it's in, but Mum has just hired at the lolly shop. Um, has just hired a new girl, uh, India. Hmm. She's great. Is she? She. This is what she said to me yesterday. I went in and gave my mum a day off yeah. at work. This yeah. is, this oh, is good on you, Rose. Yeah, just, yeah. Your mum deserves that. She does. She's a lovely person. She works way too hard. Yeah, she does. But this is this is proof of um, Mulaney children and how good they are. Well, good, entertaining. Yeah. Um, I went in and was giving her a hand, and I said, "Oh, I hear that mum 
uh, let you make a batch of fudge the other day oh, and wow. that it went really well. And she was like, yeah, yeah, it was really good. And I was like, no, oh, that's great. You know, good that someone else is learning it. And she was like, yeah, actually, your mum said that I was, um, I'm her favourite junior <laughs> or the best junior she's ever had. And I went, oh, really? That's great. And she went, yeah. Didn't you technically <laughs> used to be a junior? And I was like, oh, you little bitch. How dare you? She's 16. Is she? But, um, yeah, I just thought that, that was incredible That's wit. And That's very clever. That's very clever. That, that entertained me. Mm. But, yeah. They are, yeah, we do have lovely um, lovely people that are very entertaining. Very um, different. We're very different, diverse Communities. A, so it is a you know, big that's reflected group of in people, the high school. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. really good. But we are getting, unfortunately, we're getting a lot come up from coast. the flats. See, it's the um, coast people that ruin not, everything. Well, it's not the coast, it's more that beer war uh, side of things yeah. there. And um, they're yeah, they're an in, uh, an interesting dynamic. Look, we just have to work them there. We just have to get them into the Mullaney way. Makes you know? your job a little bit harder. It, just it does make your job a little bit harder. We've got some great kids, but if you get, you know, a mass influx, it really does change yep. their tone and change the dynamics. But, um, you know, and, you, and to be quite honest, um, it certainly makes you think about whether you want to do this job forever. Because <laughs> uh, you need lots of energy. You well, have, how long it, have you been doing it for now? Well, I started in 95. So what's that? That's 20, no, 20 years. 17 years. Yeah. So. It's a solid step. And, and look, it is. And I, said, I always said to myself, it's not something I want to do if the generation gap's too big. Because yeah. if, if, if that happens, then it, the job just gets too hard and people. Yeah. yeah. So maybe my time might be coming to an end. I, I do. I still like my job. There's parts of the job that I really don't like about it. Mm -hmm. But generally speaking, I do like it. But. Yeah, if it gets too hard, I'll certainly look to do something else. Yeah, I think. Well, but I have, with my good memories, you know, I've no, had great course. memories. Yeah, and, um, but there's I not if, if it, if it does job. become, you know, I, I'm finding that now. If it's if it's something that you're not connecting with yeah. anymore, or you're not interested in it, why bother, bother. doing it? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Certainly. Great. So how's that, Rose? Does that give That's you That's brilliant. Is Thanks it? for having a chat. Oh, look, I'm very pleased to have a chat. Anytime. Yeah. You don't have to even bring your gear. You come have a Just couple with me. And have a couple with me, catch up on all your, your news. Yeah, yeah. My, mostly today's been about me, though. I've just been jibber-jabbering about okay. me. That's the point. People uh, don't want to hear about me. Well, I don't think people really want to hear about me either, yeah, Rosie. No, that's but, great. But, yeah, thanks for that. It's very exciting. <laughs>